You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, wrestling fans alike, Impact Wrestling fans alike, welcome to episode 45 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed. We got an Impact Wrestling Podcast on our hands, and you know what? At first, this was supposed to be a year in review, looking at the top moment from Impact Wrestling. Ah, looking at the moment where Impact put everybody on notice, but some things just unfolded. This is also supposed to be an Impact review, but it turns out that they had a year-end review last night, but some things unfolded, and now we're about to talk about Impact TV, Impact Wrestling's new TV home, and we're also going to have an early look at Impact Wrestling Homecoming, and some topics off of there as well. So we're about to hop right on into this thing. Feel free to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Also, you can find me on YouTube at OMG Corey B. Also, this is uh, broadcasted on Periscope as well at Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. This will also be on Castbox.fm. You can find me there at Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Also on Twitter at OMG Corey B and at Two Sweet P O D. So. We can hop right on into this, and we're going to start with the big news of the day. Impact Wrestling has a new TV home, and I scroll through Twitter, and I see that Impact Wrestling has a new TV home. It just kind of hit me out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? So I found out that Impact Wrestling will be on the Pursuit channel, and obviously, the first thing I do is what everybody else did. Pursuit? What's that? So, uh, first, before we get on into that, we're going to look at the press release uh, from Impact Wrestling. Ed Nordholm said that a pursuit is a natural fit for Impact Wrestling as a passionate viewership base that correlates strongly with our core audience and is one of the few broadcast destinations that is expanding its footprint enjoying a 15% increase in broadcast distributions this year alone. Uh, fair enough. I uh, also ran Rusty Falk, CEO of Pursuit of the Pursuit Channel, said that the Pursuit Channel is pleased to welcome Impact Wrestling. So he said they look forward to a long partnership as well. Details haven't come out, but saying they look forward to a long partnership. So obviously the first thing I always do in these type of situations is I go research the channel. So I put together some limited research, uh, some limited things that I could look up. I couldn't find the number of viewers that's on on pursuit on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis. I couldn't find that information, but I was able to find some information. And one of the tidbits I was able to find uh, was that Pursuit is a sister network of Anthem. So obviously Anthem played a large part here. And the uh, other thing I looked up uh, was the availability and what the Pursuit channel was all about. 
a the pursuit channel is programming geared toward hunting fishing shooting and outdoors basically it's an outdoor network channel and I looked at the availability as it pertains to TV networks it's on direct TV uh, it's on Dish Network and for cable it's on CenturyLink Prism Verizon AT&T and Cox Communications you don't have those stations you are screwed and basically I this guy right here it's screwed as it pertains to Impact Wrestling. I don't know how I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to have to find some kind of way to try to watch it or keep up with it or something. If I'm going to do reviews every week, we'll see how that goes. But moving on, I'm pretty sure the higher-ups of Impact, they tried to get it on a better network. You know, there was that report that came out that they were talking with all of those channels, all of those networks. I did a YouTube video on that, giving my thoughts on that. And I'm pretty sure that they try to reach out to the bigger networks. And I look at this point, if you're not WWE, uh, you're just wrestling in the, in the, in the eyes of these higher ups. And I, it's just pretty hard for a quote unquote wrestling company to get a mainstream network deal. Uh, with one of the bigger cable uh, television uh, stations. So... We end up, a lot of times, ended up with our favorite wrestling programs on these type of stations that's very hard to find. So, I told you I did a, a video on the a report when Impact had was having conversations with all those networks. One of the things I said, this was the most important thing, that time slot. Obviously, getting the deal and getting on a network and staying on TV is the most important thing. But, I said that that time slot was the biggest thing. Because you look at that 10 Eastern time slot going all the way to midnight on Thursdays. You know what? You got to worry about people falling asleep on that. That's a tough time slot to stay up for. Even I'm very inter interested and very uh, invested into Impact Wrestling. And I have a tough time staying up for that. So the casual fan, I most likely is not going to stay up for that. I thought that they had to switch that time slot around and... It turns out in this deal that they have the same time slot. And not only do they have the same time slot, they have it on a Friday night. So now you have to worry about people not only falling asleep or being tough, having a tough time staying up for that time slot. You got to worry about the people that's going out on a Friday night as well. I mean, it's just a 10 Eastern to midnight time slot and... People are going out doing whatever. And I know people will say that, well, you know, people can DVR it. Sure enough, I agree with that, but I like to watch my wrestling live. And I know I'm pretty sure a lot of wrestling fans like to watch it at the time that it's being aired. Because we got to deal with spoilers all over on Twitter or on whatever wrestling news site that you frequent. So I like to watch my, my wrestling live. So it's going to be a tough draw 10 p.m. Eastern on a Friday night. That is a tough draw. Extremely tough draw. So from the research that I've gathered, uh, it seems like we're on a smaller network than Pop TV here. Uh, so that's tough in itself. Uh, this doesn't seem... Uh, the Pursuit channel doesn't seem like it's distributed in a lot of networks here. I've read, I read you all of the networks. Only four cable network television slots, uh, and you got DirecTV. If you're on the Dish, you got DirecTV and Dish Network. 
so a small a smaller audience we'll see how it turns out and I gotta say that this is a very quick turnaround uh, normally when a wrestling or any type of show is switching networks they give you an in advance like months in advance okay we're gonna switch to this network at this date months upon months upon months in advance that we're gonna switch here but what we have here is that we got 20 days when they go on to to the pursuit channel it's gonna be on january the 11th and man that's right around the corner you got 20 days that's not even a month Let's know 30 to 25 days. We got 20 days, 20 some odd days to get ready for the switch to pursue TV. So that's going to be a tough turnaround. I don't know if they're, I don't know if Pop is going to allow them to do any uh, promotion on the switch to pursue TV. Normally, television networks don't get down like that. They don't allow you to uh, promote that you're going to have a change on another network on their television programming. So we'll see about that, but it is an incredibly tough and quick turnaround and an incredibly tough time slot. And I guess the big question is, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? So look, I keep it real. I don't come on here and have fake opinions or whatnot. It's a good thing that they were able to maintain a TV slot. Obviously, if you don't have TV, you're screwed. Not so much in 2018 because they're all kind of streaming services are going on. So if you don't have TV, you're not all the way screwed like you would have been in the 90s. But you got to get on TV some way, somehow. And it's a good thing that they got on TV some way, somehow. Uh, ultimately, it's probably it's ultimately it's a bad thing. There's a lot of bad things going against them here. Uh, the time slot uh, at 10 Eastern uh, to midnight and the day, Friday, that's not a good day for, for wrestling, especially at an extremely late time. Uh, look, you're already having some problems as it pertains to the time slot on pop. Uh, I read that. You know, it started off tough, but then the viewership bounced back the next week, and they were trying to build it up, and it's another quick turnaround, and, you know, not a lot of people have Pursuit TV, so, like, we we got to put some qualifiers on the ratings, and we got to, as it pertains to ratings and viewership, we have to have realistic expectations, because, I mean, not a lot of people have Pursuit TV, I'm one of them. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how the viewership goes. Ultimately, I'm wishing the best for Impact Wrestling because this has been their best year, and I'm going to get into that. But uh, there's a lot of things going against them here. Obviously, it's a great thing that they have a TV network and that viewership will continue to go on. And I'll find a way to keep up with it one way or the other because... I've gone from, you know, Destination America, uh, Impact on Pop. Uh, now we're on Impact on Pursuit. So we're going to roll on with it. 2019 will be a fabulous year. I wish the best for them. I hope that it is a viable relationship uh, with Pursuit and that they 
put on some uh, positive things for the company because there's a lot of negative things going against it, but they're putting on great programming and Impact Wrestling will be moving on into 2019 on Pursuit TV. So, moving on here, we're going to look at the moment when Impact put everybody on notice. Looking back into 2018, I can talk about a lot of things, uh, Impact Wrestling. We can go back down the list of things. Pentagon winning the world championship in that triple threat match. That awesome triple threat match at Redefined, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there are a lot of moments from the year. Eddie Edwards snapping, uh, turning into crazy Eddie Edwards. They, they, Eddie Edwards got, they got so great to where I was calling for the guy to win the title at Bound for Glory. But I'm going to look at the moment where Impact put everybody on notice. And I'm going to look at the moment where, for me personally, it started to turn around. I'm going to take a brief look at that. But we're going to start off with Slammiversary. The moment where Impact put everybody on notice. The whole wrestling world on notice. Now going into Slammiversary, I remember very clearly saying, okay, look, this is a huge deal. We can't flop. Uh, Impact can't flop here. And you know what? I was thinking, okay, they can't flop here. This is a big deal. We have some great build heading into Slammiversary. Remember, uh, that was the build to where we had that match OVE versus Pentagon Phoenix and Rich Swan. That was a sick match. Ridiculous match. That's arguably, that is in, that is not even arguably. That is in the matches of the year this year. TV, pay-per-view, however you want to quantify that or qualify that. It is one of the matches of the year this year. And it was just a phenomenal build heading into Slammiversary. You can just feel something special going on. And look, you just knew it was going to be a great pay-per-view. And I'm going to take a brief look. I'm going to talk about more things than the matches, than just the pay-per-view. But I'll take a brief look at the matches. I want to go a few full view of the matches because I'll be holding you here all day. And I don't want to hold you here all day. Uh, the X Division match was just phenomenal. Phenomenal way to kick off the show. Uh, tried and true method. If you want to uh, hype the crowd up, get the crowd excited, start off with the X Division. And, and uh, Johnny Impact, Ishimori Phoenix, and Petey Williams had themselves a phenomenal match. Very high paced. I enjoyed every bit of it. After that was Cecil Blanchard and Alley. I just watched that last night on the year in review of Impact. They had a phenomenal match as well. Cecil Blanchard, uh, I won't even say her coming out party, but on a big stage, uh, she really got it done. Her and Alley really got it done there. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Edwards, excuse me, and Tommy Dreamer. Decent enough match. Wasn't all that special, but Tommy Dreamer was in his element. Ah, uh, so. It made for a good match because Tommy Dreamer was in his element. Uh, we had some great dynamics. There was something good. If I remember about that pay-per-view, there was something good about every match. You could take away something from every match. And that was one of them. A decent enough match that was uh, really good. And we had the passing of the torch moment uh, from Tommy Dreamer to Eddie Edwards. If I'm not mistaken, that happened at Slammiversary. So there was something from every match. Uh, the X Division match. Brian Cage versus Seidel. This was the first match where they made Brian Cage look human. They made him look gettable. And that made Matt Seidel look really good. There were instances in that match where you thought, 
Man, Matt Seidel is about to win this match. He legitimately has a chance. And this was a phenomenal match, not only due uh, to that dynamic, but due to the fact that they went out there and knocked it out of the park. It was a phenomenal match. The Knockouts Championship match was a really, was a, I can't call it a really good match, but it was a decent match. Uh, with Sue Young and Madison Rain, a decent enough match uh, that held your attention. And Sue Young was just on her run at the time and doing a great job at it. The 5150 uh, Street Fight, LAX and the OGs. Oh my God. That was just ridiculous in a good way. Uh, the Drano that came. Like, it's the first time in a match I've seen Drano. Like, Drano? And just ridiculous spots one after another. One after another, excuse me. And it was just a... Just a ridiculous match. Four to five star match that lived up to the billing. And we were just on a run from there. Just ridiculous matches. The Masks versus Hair match. Pentagon and Sammy Callahan. You can arguably say that's the match of the year at Impact Wrestling. There are so many matches of the year. You can say match of the year for Impact Wrestling. And uh, quite a few of them came from this card. A crazy, brutal, brutal match. Uh, just blood and brutal match. The, the, the package pile driver threw all the chairs. That should have ended the match. And Sammy Callahan kicks out of that and it's like, wow, man. It was just a phenomenal match. And by the time we got to the Impact World Championship match, I'm just like, please, please, God, just don't let it be extra. And I, I thought that, I really thought going in, I was like, man, this is going to be one of those matches where Impact has had a phenomenal pay-per-view. And we're just going to have something extra in the main event. It's going to be a screw job finish. And then it's going to put a damper on the pay-per-view. Uh, to my surprise, for one, I thought that was going to happen. And for two, I thought it was Moose's night that night. Like, I thought this was the coronation for Moose. And I was like, okay, Moose is going to win the championship. And I was totally cool with that. Moose was on a roll. And to my shot, there was no extra stuff going on. Curtis Granderson, I watched this, I rewatched this match last night. And it was just better than I even remembered it. Just some phenomenal spots from there. Uh, Moose throwing Austin Aries into the crowd. The brain buster on the uh, quote-unquote concrete floor. Uh, just a phenomenal match. No extra interference. Austin Aries picks up the victory. And look, this was the spot where Impact put everybody on notice. Look. I saw this pay-per-view the, the next day. I wasn't able to watch it live. And I'm going to get to why I hated that in a minute. But as I scrolled through the next day, I'm scrolling through Twitter. And I'm scrolling through YouTube, through all of the wrestling personalities that I like to look at. And it's just people that have never talked about Impact Wrestling. That I never see discuss Impact Wrestling. That are talking about Impact Wrestling and... They're like, man, this was the North American pay-per-view of the year. And I totally agree with them. Yes, I totally had it as the, the pay-per-view of the year. Now, some would like to say that Wrestle Kingdom, you know, was the overall pay-per-view of the year. And I don't have a problem with that. You know, I think you just you just toss them into a bucket. Uh, the NXT pay-per-views, Wrestle Kingdom, and... This pay-per-view, just toss them into a bucket. Whichever one you want to pick out, that's fine with me. But I feel like this was the pay-per-view of the year. And people who i never seen talking Impact Wrestling was just glowing about it. And how they were proud to see it. 
and it was just a phenomenal moment to see. I, when I go back to, I didn't watch it live. I, I was in the middle of the show as I'm watching it the next day. I'm like, man, I wish I could have watched this live. This is the pin ultimate moment where, you know, people that's been watching Impact can just stick out their chest and be like, man, this is it. This is the moment. This is the reason why you should be watching Impact Wrestling. I was like, man, I wish I could have watched this live. And, you know, once the pay-per-view signed off, I got finished watching the pay-per-view. You know, I was just sitting there, you know, just completely silent. You know, I'm just sitting there. The only thing I can relate it to (laughs) is Final Deletion. After that signed off on Final Deletion, I knew I had to watch something special. You know, something crazy as well. I didn't know quite what to think. But once this pay-per-view signed off, I knew I had watched something special. I knew I had watched something grand and great. I knew it was one of the best moments so far so far in 2018. I did not know how crazy 2018 would actually get. But this was like at the top of the moments for 2018. And it was just a phenomenal show that put everybody on notice. Uh, one thing that I didn't quite remember... Uh, until I watched Impact last night was the atmosphere. Just, just the atmosphere was incredible. The lighting of the show, uh, the, the fans, uh, this is Impact Chance. Impact Wrestling Chance, just Chance galore. The fans were incredible. And it was just perfect. Uh, just the setup of the ring. I was just phenomenally done. And, it's just one of those moments where I hold forever as a wrestling fan. I'm going to look back, you know, however however long from now. If I'm able to make it 10, 20 years from now, I'm going to look back at 2018 and be like, man, Slammiversary was one of the greatest pay-per-views of the 2010s. If I'm, I'm going to go that far. Of the 2010s, Slammiversary was one of the greatest pay-per-views of that time. And... It was just phenomenal, and it is something that I, for sure, will never, ever forget. As it pertains, I think that was the moment where Impact put everybody on notice. If you've been following Impact, uh, the breakout moment was before then. Uh, For me, the complete breakout moment was Impact versus Lucha Underground. I I won't go through all the matches there, but... That was the moment where I looked up and I'm a big follower of Lucha Underground. So when that got announced, I was so hyped and I could not wait for the show. And, you know, when that show happened, it was just phenomenal match one after another. And it was like, it was once again, you knew you was watching something special. Uh, the Hall of the WWE Hall of Fame, I think the Hall of Fame was on at the time. And I was like, man, forget that. Lucha versus Impact Wrestling is on, and I'm about to watch that. It's about to go down, and it went down. Uh, it was just phenomenal. Aries versus, uh, I, I think the main event was Aries versus Pentagon versus uh, Phoenix. That's when they super kicked Austin Aries' head off, for goodness sake. And it was just a phenomenal show. And crazy thing, I was just sitting down, and this came uh, to my mind. Does Impact Wrestling get to where it is if it wasn't for Alberto El Patron no-showing 
Impact versus Lucha Underground. Just think about it. Uh, for whatever reason, Impact Wrestling was really high up on our brother El Patron. Remember, it was supposed to be El Patron versus Austin Aries at, I think the pay-per-view was redefined if I'm not mistaken. Who knows what would have happened there? Uh, I was supposed to be Austin Aries and Alberto El Patron versus uh, Pentagon versus the Lucha Brothers at Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling. If El Patron stays with Impact Wrestling, Pentagon never gets that spot. If Pentagon never gets that spot, Pentagon never wins the Impact World Championship. If Pentagon never wins the World Championship, the Lucha Brothers never come at, become as prominent as they are. As they became, in my opinion. Uh, maybe they get used pretty decently, but I don't think they become as prominent as they were amongst the Impact uh, amongst Impact and amongst the Impact community. Once Pentagon won the World Championship, that's when everybody got invested into Pentagon. I was obviously, me personally, I was already invested in, into Pentagon watching Lucha Underground. But, once he became the champion of the company, everybody took notice. And that is one of the more underrated moments of 2018, by the way. One of the most shocking moments of 2018. I was left, there was another pay-per-view that went inside off. I was left in a state of shock. Like, bro, Pentagon just won the title. And it was shocking. Not a lot of, not a lot of people overall gave it the credit that it deserved. And... As it pertains to Lucha Underground vs. Impact Wrestling and Pentagon winning the World Champion shortly thereafter, that was the moments where I was like, okay, they are breaking out. Uh, okay, they've had good programming, but now they are just completely breaking out. And that's the moment where I look at and I knew we were on a roll. I knew we were on, on just such positive vibes for 2018. And they have not really taken a back step ever since. Uh, they haven't, like, it hasn't, Slammiversary build, the Slammiversary pay-per-view, it hasn't maintained that level, although, you can't maintain that level no matter who you are, you're gonna take, you know, a bit of a down step, but they've consistently put on good television, good pay-per-views ever since then, and speaking of good pay-per-views, we have the last topic of the day, we're gonna take a early look at Impact Wrestling uh, Homecoming and I can't tell you how excited I am for this pay-per-view and I'm very much looking forward to it we got some fun things going down uh, at Impact Wrestling Homecoming and you know uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this much as pertains to Impact Wrestling Homecoming it doesn't have to be Slammiversary good. It doesn't have to be Bound for Glory good. Look, when I when Bound for Glory was coming around, the first thing I said was, "Okay, look, we, you can't be a one-hit wonder. You got to knock it out of the park." Because Slammiversary put everybody on notice. Bound for Glory had to be at the least good. It had to be really good, and it was really good. It didn't, it didn't meet the level of Slammiversary, but it didn't have to meet the level of Slammiversary for it to be successful. And it was a successful pay-per-view. I look at Homecoming and I'm like, okay, it doesn't have to meet the success of Slammiversary or the success of Bound for Glory for it, to be, for it to be considered as successful or really good. And I think that's where we sit at at the moment. I will say this 
uh, they really slated that pay-per-view to be at a busy time of year. Uh, Homecoming will go down as the, at the same time of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So that was a bold move in itself because Wrestle Kingdom always knocks it out of the park every year. Uh, it's not on a Sunday, so you have that going for you. Um, this is going to be around the time of the NFL playoffs as well. That's going to be on a Sunday, so you're going to have competition there. But when I look at the card, uh, it is going to be a phenomenal pay-per-view. Uh, as I take a sip of water here. It is going to be a phenomenal pay-per-view. And we just have match after match to where you look at it and you think that, okay, we can we, we can reach that Slammiversary vibe where it seemed like we got to a point where every match felt like the match of the night after the match. It was like, okay, that was the match of the night. That was the match of the night. 5150, uh, Max versus Hair. Um, the main event. That was the match of the night. That was the match of the night. That was the match of the night. And I look at this card and I possibly think that we could reach that level. We got Johnny Impact versus Brian Cage. Uh, that's going to be a phenomenal match. Arguably could be the match of the night. Um, I just hope that they don't do anything. Well, I already got the feeling that something extra is about to go down. Killer Cross keeps getting involved. And it's, I just feel that something extra is going to happen. I just hope that it doesn't uh, directly influence the result of the match. But Tessa Blanchard versus Talia Valkyrie. Those two have phenomenal chemistry. That could be a match of the night. Uh, LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. We'll see what happens. Because uh, Phoenix has the injury. I don't know how they're going to rectify that situation. This is a dream match that, like, man, I've been looking forward to like months now like I like I've been looking at that and I'm like man can they please just do that match and, and our Phoenix is hurt we'll see how that situation uh solves itself but whatever they do it's gonna be a phenomenal match uh Eli Drake versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball match uh, that's gonna be a phenomenal match I think Abyss in his match uh Eli Drake who's a phenomenal wrestler who doesn't get out of credit for that. He's very much like an Elias in WWE. Uh, his personality outshadows his ring work, but his ring work is really good. And uh, he just doesn't get the credit that he deserves for his ring work because his personality is so over the top. His personality is so great. Um, moving on, we have the return of the Ultimate X match. Ah, uh, that is going to be phenomenal. Rich Swan versus Jay Chris versus Ethan Page versus Trey Miguel of the Rascals. Ah, uh, that is another one you look at and you're like, okay, possibly the match of the night, baby. It, it's re the return of the Ultimate X. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, uh, tried and true method. If you want to get the fans excited, put the X division first. Uh, and I can, I can envision this being the first match of the night. Good luck to who has to follow it. But last up, as for matches that are listed, Moose versus Eddie Edwards in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, that's going to be phenomenal as well. I'm very much looking forward to it. After Eddie, X, Eddie Edwards, excuse me, broke out of the crazy house, beat down Moose. Uh, it's very interesting now. 
and it'll be interesting to see what, uh, the type of match that they have with each other. They already have phenomenal chemistry. Moose as the big guy versus Eddie Edwards, the guy that can fly around. It's very much a Eddie Edwards, Bobby Lashley dynamic, if you remember that. Those guys have phenomenal chemistry. Bobby Lashley was the big athletic guy, and Eddie Edwards the smaller athletic guy, and they have phenomenal chemistry just like Moose and Eddie Edwards does. It's going to be a phenomenal show, Impact Wrestling Homecoming. And I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm very much going to watch it. So that's the end of today's podcast. Let me know your thoughts, uh, whether that be on YouTube, in the comments, on uh, Twitter, at OMGCoreyB, or at 2SweetPOD. Let me know your thoughts. Impact Wrestling's new TV home. Uh, what do you think about Pursuit? Uh, what do, you, do you think it's going to be a good or bad thing? Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, Impact Wrestling Homecoming. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. And Impact Wrestling overall. What was your favorite moment from Impact Wrestling? Let me know your thoughts in 2018. Let me know your thoughts on that and I will definitely respond. I am out.